Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another sort of quickie edition of the Birds All Day podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice. Uh, unfortunately, this is going to be the last uh, Birds All Day podcast because, sadly, the season is over. Baseball's over. Baseball. That's it. Baseball's over. It was a good run. Uh, without any exaggeration, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm wearing track pants. I wasn't going to say. I'm wearing track pants. <laughs> I have no socks on. Also wasn't going to say. I've given up. <laughs> uh, given up in the season They lost that game uh, last night against the Mets In uh, dramatic fashion uh, Monday night against the Mets And uh, now the season's over I'm, on, I'm going to play basketball after this I figured That's, what, uh, that's what's going on uh, Old Reliable and Old Reliable, yeah How are you? I, I'm okay I'm You okay. haven't given up quite to the same extent that I have so the, so the Blue Jays lose last night In a bullshitty 11th inning tight game After mm-hmm. you know facing some... Huge kid from Texas. I don't know what his deal is. Uh, but he looks pretty good, whoever that guy was. He's great in Fargo. <laughs> uh, and then they're down like 3 nothing in the fourth inning or so uh, today against Matt Harvey. He's okay. Not bad. <laughs> this I get this tweet. Here comes the losing streak. Their offense isn't sustainable and the, pitch- and the pitching isn't good enough. One game removed from the end of an eleven-game winning streak with a ninth, you know, with an eleventh-inning loss. Uh, the thing and is, and when I congratulated this person on being the worst kind of fan imaginable, uh, he reminded me that no, he's he's just a realist. He's just a realist. The thing is, he is was late on his skepticism <laughs> because there were people be- like, oh, the record in the one-run games. And- anyway, let's not get into that right away. We're already doing jerk like straw man voice it's very very that's not early. a straw man when it's tweeted at no i'm doing straw man voice okay it's, fair it's not a straw man yeah. argument yeah um well but yeah we've all but given up these here. people exist apparently they, they're I'm not, not sure there's how. a reason that they exist and we can maybe get into that a little bit so we're going to talk about the season being over we're going to talk about uh what it means for everyone involved no we're not going to talk about most of those things we're going to talk about the fact that uh they're still right in it Nadia Valdi keeping the Jays season warm. Not my fantasy team, unfortunately. <laughs> I thought you know against the Marlins, you'd think you'd be safe, but no. I uh, know I I haven't given up. Although I am wearing track pants in public, and uh, it's shameful. And I have a thing. I've I need we need to talk about the city right now. <laughs> this well, I don't know. If it's gonna be a parting shot, but we we need to talk about what's going on in in this city, the city of Toronto, um, and the world at large. I think. Uh, before that, we'll talk about the Blue Jays. Is that all right with you? I'm cool with that, yeah. You want to talk about the Blue Jays? And uh, we'll talk about... Uh, we've talked a lot about trades. We'll talk about injury updates. Um, there are some, I guess, in that there are injuries. Yeah, there sure are. Uh, Scott Copeland started tonight because of injuries, which is always fun. And we'll figure all that. All that! And so much more. We're going to figure it all out. On this edition of Birds All Day. But before... We can go any further. We want to do our thank yous. And the people we want to thank, of course, the people who uh, pledge on the Patreon campaign, for which we are eternally grateful. Patreon.com slash birdsallday. There's a link on andrewstoughton.com right below. You can't see me pointing. This isn't like a YouTube video where you point at the box. Uh, please, and thank you. Uh, we are forever appreciative. Hook that up. Hook up the iTunes uh, where you can rate and review, and people uh, have done so, and done so 
Uh, in glowing terms, it's almost as though they're just doing it because we've asked them to. <laughs> they haven't been independently urged. I'm very okay with that. That's all right. Good for them. It's good. We, uh, we are very appreciative uh, of everyone who listens, who shares, who talks, who interacts with us on Twitter, even if they are a uh, sky's falling chicken little clown. Uh, but in particular, we're going to shout out a few of our, uh, of our people who are great, are gratitude. People who give us money. People who give us money. Yeah, They're nice. buying time. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's a big burden to your brand if you get shouted out. Uh, last week we shouted out, uh, we said thank you to Caitlin uh, McGrath and, uh, and then her brand was burgeoned. Oh Twitter. no. She got, she got the, the, the blessed Devang Desai follow after that. Ouch. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Which is uh, which is good. <laughs> I think it was the tennis thing that got Devang on board. So okay, so Caitlin now is looking at a at a book titled "Reasons to Live" and opening it up, and it's nothing there. Better than looking at her DMs, I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so we want to say thank you to Carrie Lawson, Mark Medley, Greg Coglin, Andrew Wall, Don Moen, and Co Curie, as well as Sam Gregory, Jonathan Sheehan, Jason Larue, Scott Rennie, Bram Gonshore, and Pratik Gandhi. Thanks very much, guys. Right, so uh, the season is not over, of course. The winning streak, unfortunately, is over. Now, there are a lot of people who are saying things to the effect of, well, even Ari Dickey, uh, wise and sage-like as always, was like, sometimes a winning streak can kind of paper, you know, you tend to overlook shortcomings or the things you need to work on. And, and it's easy Certainly to, true. Certainly true. The Blue Jays, you're right. The Blue Jays aren't going to score eight runs a game all year long. I was looking it up today for something that I'm writing that you'll see tomorrow. Uh, the Blue Jays relievers uh, batting average on balls in play in June is, I believe, 179. That's sustainable. So, so they're maybe not quite as good as they've looked in this little run, but they've been okay, though, too. They've been okay. I, I feel like we've said this before. I feel like the relievers... For the most part, because they're of a not of a outstanding quality, mm-hmm. but they're like the they're like the bench players from which John Gibbons is thoughtfully extracting maximum value. For now, he's really putting, but he's put <laughs> until he until he keeps running Colabello out there after the regression dragon. I don't come. think that he'll do that though. Yeah, I don't know if he will either. Well, number that's kind of our other thing we were going to talk about is injury updates, but but. If not Colabello, then who? This is a thing, yeah. So, I think... Zeke? That, Could it be Zeke? Uh, Zeke? He had a knock tonight, which is going <laughs> to... I like that they were like, we're going to give Kevin Pillar a rest uh, against Matt Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is, you know, kind of... There's a, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, it needs a blow. Give him, <laughs> yeah. a, quick, give him a blow against yeah, uh, the Dark Knight, who's not been as good of late, but... Uh, yeah, I still didn't care for Kevin Pillar's chances against him. You don't care for anyone's chances no, against him, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, Jose yeah. Bautista, of course, notwithstanding. Uh, He's so fucking good. He is really yeah. good. Yeah. He's really good. He had two home runs, of course, last really night. Needs, really needs grapes stumping for him for the All-Star game. He's not getting that, is he? No, that's Donaldson gets that. I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. He plays the game the right way. Donaldson would never yell at umpires or tell... Other teams to go fuck themselves. So. No, you never get to fight with a guy <laughs> on the field, basically, for throwing his bat. Like, none of that stuff would ever happen. That's true. Um, 
Trouble, yeah, Trouble does somehow manages to find both of those guys, <laughs> and yet, um, but anyway. Oh, oh, that's something. We'll talk about the Syndergaard thing as well, too. We, we, we have talked about it before, but you had a poll up on the blog this week. But Yeah. But, I, yes, the, I think we, the things, there are obviously there are, the positives of the winning streak are very simple to point out. A, they won all those games. Yeah. Uh, B, they won all those games. B, they won yeah. all those games. Uh, B, they they are, you know, it would be nice to have the Yankees kind of not win the games at a very high clip at that same time, but they're right in the middle of the division yeah, thing. they didn't lose that ground that they would have if they were not winning those games. No, exactly. So, yeah. And and it's, the interleague games are, are really important, I think, to win as well. Uh, you know, you don't get to pick who you play, so you, you play the Marlins, beat the Marlins. There you go. What the hell? You don't need to, there's no need to, 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 to cry about it. It's like, because the, the stupid unbalanced schedule screws them. So you really got to make the interleague games count. Uh, another thing, another good positive about it is, you know, you're kind of figuring figuring out guys in the bullpen, I think, in a little bit. Yeah, it kind of gives you some free games to assess things where the outcome was, was you know, was going your way. So you don't have to you know, be, like fret over that as much. You know, you can look back at what happened and think about what actually happened and not maybe be, you know, make rash judgments based on what the outcomes were the as opposed to say monday night where it's like yeah, maybe maybe your no doubles defense plans may want to may want to revisit those a little bit that's so it's so that's i feel to me that's such an easy talking point but it, yeah. like, it's like come on okay everybody it, does it and it, i saw keith law was tweeting about it a bit today and it's like it's more of like a lots of singles defense oftentimes or a uh it's more yeah. about avoiding risk than actually doing something that might be an effective way to increase outs or increase your, your chances of, of winning. And then Gibby, of course, was like, well, we probably were playing too deep because this ballpark is enormous. Um, because that ballpark is enormous. <laughs> and they were playing pretty deep. Yeah, which, you know. But Lucas, as I, I said in the game, you know, tough way to learn that fucking lesson. But okay, Lucas Duda is go. a stud, too. Like, you don't, last thing, especially when you've got a not the most... <laughs> fleet of foot outfield defense so don't you don't want anything going over your head but here we are they lost the game yeah uh the defense something so we talked about this a lot but last week was the defense is uh hidden away for the most part now of course last yesterday the defense sort of reared its ugly head a little bit but again you deal with it you deal with it i think when you score five runs a game, yeah. When you, you score five you, runs you a game, you, with you suck it up. And I mean... <laughs> and I mean, you only give up four and a half a game, so... <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. There's been some question about whether or not, like, these bludgeoning-style teams can win. That, Like, oh, the A's scored all these runs last year, but they didn't. They were They massively underperformed their records and stuff, to which I say, fooey. I'm I'm all on board with that. I think I'm happy to try that. because that's what we got going on anyway. You, mm-hmm. know? Uh, I, you know, you don't know where the hell help is going to come from. We, I know we talked about trades maybe too much and stuff like that. There was stuff this week about Papelbon and Clapard uh, being uh, guys the Jays are looking at, and uh, this is more the thing that I've been writing about. You know, looking at the bullpen, like what you know, they have to be judicious with their resources, and and yeah, you know, can they? They can't really. They can't fill every hole, so they have to be kind of careful with this. So they're going to have to just keep beating the brains out of people with runs and and figure out whatever they can to get better. Uh, you know, be it in the rotation or in the in the bullpen, especially now leading into what you wanted to talk about originally. You know, when when's Aaron Sanchez going to come back? Well, that's okay. So now Aaron Sanchez is probably going to miss his next start again. He's on, on the disabled list. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, so looking at, okay, what are we going to do? We got Copeland was, he pitched five innings. Like the game is still going on. Of course. And by the time you hear this, the game will, will have been over. I think he but pitched four today. Did he only pitch four? Yeah. No, he got through the fifth. I don't know. He got some outs, gave up some <laughs> hits. It's fine though. He didn't, he didn't walk anybody. He didn't uh, give up any home runs. So he gave up a double of the pitcher. Shit happens. Yeah. Uh, Weird that you might lose a game with Matt Harvey on the hill for the other team. Yeah, he's pretty good, and it's nice to have those guys, but then you look at the rest of the Mets, and you're like, man, they suck. They do kind of fucking suck. I, I, I'm quite surprised they won that. I'd like to have year. that catcher there. Is it cleanup, though? Where'd he come from? No! Okay, that's it. <laughs> let, let, let's fuck this. We're going to do this again, and now... No, we don't and this is it. it. This is the last time. So, Noah Syndergaard came out. He did only pitch four innings, by the way. He did only pitch four innings? Okay, fine. Yeah. Fuck that. It's fine. Syndergaard... Was off his ass last night. He blew them away. This for the last what, sixteen, of the last seventeen he faced. Yeah, and still can't locate that fucking curveball. Through eleven, but struck out eleven. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it does matter. Well, Do you know what happened? Why it matters? Because if you miss it, even a little bit, you throw ninety-seven. Jose Bautista hits it four hundred and fifty yeah. fucking feet. Zeke is not Jose Bautista is the problem, but yeah, but the no, rest of very, them are very few. Very few are. Well, even if Noah Syndergaard here now. Two things. Number one, you watch Harvey tonight. If you're watching the Mets and you don't ordinarily, if you're a Blue Jays fan, you're like everybody and you watch the team you like. Matt Harvey is what is what you if you trade away a guy and he ends up looking like Harvey, that's when you cry. Syndergaard ain't ever gonna be that. He's good, he's but he's good. not no. Matt Harvey good. That seems fair. That seems a, an important reminder. And the other thing is Syndergaard's pitched what, like forty innings this year? Yeah. Rory Dickey's pitched 500 <laughs> innings as a Blue Jay. Yeah. And if you think you could get those innings with money, you would have got those innings with money. You thought they were going to be of a, of a higher caliber than they are. This, we've said this a hundred times. Yeah. It sucks. Well, it doesn't suck. You want to rip the other guy off for whatever reason. Everyone wants to just to make every trade a fucking heist. Like, not every trade is going to end up being like the fucking Josh Donaldson trade. Yep. And even that trade was more about money. It's not like the A's didn't know what they were giving up in Josh Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. They did it for years and for dollars because Josh Donaldson is going to get whoa expensive at the end of his free uh, end of his arbitration. He's probably going to be breaking records. Yeah, well, because he's really fucking good. Well, look at like I mean, and he's a super two, and yeah, exactly. he's a super two. So you look at like what Hunter Pence got at the end of his arbitration, which was like three years ago. I think he may have got like eighteen or nineteen million bucks in his last year of arbitration. And he ain't anywhere near as good as Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. But you move on. I think we need. I think everyone just needs to move on. Poor. I, I almost feel bad for R.A. Dickey. That he comes to New York and people are like, hey, remember, instead of being like, hey, remember when you won the Cy Young? They're like, yeah. hey, look at these two guys. Aren't they better than you? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Fuck off. So yeah. what, are the, what are the results on the poll? Have you had an eye on it at all? Yeah, they're exactly what you uh, you would expect them to be, I think. Uh, is it everyone being like, I hated this deal from the beginning, and I hate it even more now? No, there wasn't as much of that. I, the pitch talks, folks, we're, we wanna, we're, we're going to keep the specifics under wraps, and we're going to look at it. I think uh, Amazing Avenue is going to put it up uh, for the uh, on the Mets side of things, and we're going to do something with that later. So I won't say the specifics. Okay. But it was there were, there were enough people admitting, I really liked this trade at the time and I no longer like it and some were still like yeah I kind of still like it not that many but uh it, it, it kind of depends I guess obviously what you think of how, how you how you're defining it I mean obviously it hasn't did not work out but I think uh, some people might still think you know the process made sense because like you say if they were if they could have got those innings with dollars they would have done it you know people 
are very quick to be like, well, you know, they, you know, the people who defend the trade don't see past the fact that they could have, it could have been someone other than Dickey and it could have been people other than Syndergaard and, and Darnone. And in a lot of ways, I don't think that's really true. I don't know if they could have got a, a pitcher to sign there. Certainly not for the, you know, the three years and 25 million that it was or 24 million that it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, that was the, that was the price of getting the guy who just won the fucking Cy Young, which the Toronto Blue Jays never get the opportunity to do. Why are we talking about this again? I guess because the Mets are, are a thing right now, but yeah, I mean, we know, we all know what the deal is. We've, we've talked this trade to death and I'll say this, what it is. I'll say this is, this is my final bit and then we're going to move on. I'll say that I understand not liking the deal just because the optics of it aren't great because he isn't what they thought he was going to be. But that doesn't mean it was a fleecing. I don't think that is going to mean that it ends up being the worst deal of all time. Jan Gomes for Mike Ophelios is so, like, this is so much worse. It's, it's true. It's such a worse trade. It's true. But and I, nobody cares. Like, it, it doesn't get the same kind of ripple because of the expectations. And that's what really drives it all. I also think that saying, pointing to free agency... Saying that okay, so if you take Dickie's money and 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 Martin's money, kind of you know doing an AAV sort of thing, then maybe yeah, you could. That's enough money that you could have paid you know, Max Scherzer this year. He's not taking the money. He's not taking <laughs> their money. That is kind of nobody the who's not Russell Martin is taking their money. That's the thing. I really don't think that that anybody is is going to entertain it. It's t- it's a really tough sell, and Russell Martin gets to come here and be a goddamn folk hero. And people love him, and it's great. Nobody else has that option. Nope. Uh, Joey Votto is not coming through that door. It's just not. It's it's not. They're not a team in California. They're not a team in in Texas where they don't have the. There's a lot of things working against them in the free agent market. So this is the way that they have to do business. Unfortunately, to get him to to, to re up, which is nice. That was also part of the deal. He wasn't going to tra- agree to the trade if they didn't sign him. So I don't know. It's 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 easy to understand why. Why there's disappointment, but at the same time, it's also easy to overlook the value that Ari Dickey has has, uh, has delivered. Yeah, and the way that they have to do business, exactly like the you way said. That they have That's, to do business, you know, especially when Batista and Encarnacion fall into your laps, which is so easy to forget. And I think people be- saying like, "Yeah, they should have just waited two years, hugged those prospects, and saw what happened now." And it's like that wouldn't have worked out any fucking better. I really don't think it would have, or if it did. It wouldn't have been worth losing out on the shot that they gave themselves the last two years and this year still. They're, you know, the payroll's still high. Uh, the season isn't over despite our lamentations at the start of this. Uh, my track pants say otherwise. <laughs> yeah. My track pants, my bare ass feet, they say <laughs> the season is over. And I think that the, these track pants with burn holes in them and nasty grossness, they know best. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of paying the bills, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay the bills with thank yous uh, because we like to barter here on the Silk Road. And uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about injuries and guys on the road back or maybe on the road out uh, due to injuries. All is, all that. And uh, and yeah, hippies. No, yuppies. Sorry. I got, I got things to say. On this edition of Birds All Day. As I said, we've got to pay the bills. 
we got to thank all these guys with their exceedingly European names, which uh, is delightful here on the Tuesday at, Tuesday evening. So Jay Lyon, Mike Bates, Tim Chapman, Jarek Esslinger, Gavin Platt, and Stephen Smith. Uh, and also we'd like to thank Cole Moltz, Ian McCoylan, Paolo Diaz, Stephen Beam, and Peter Miller. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so injuries, a big thing we kind of touched on a little bit before we went off the rails as we uh, tend to do. Aaron Sanchez, it's a lat thing now. Mm-hmm. It was, upper body it was, soreness. It was hiding behind f- oh, 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 full body soreness and then right. upper body soreness. And then it's like, oh, it's a lat. Spray. Well, and then there was also uh, shoulder gauzy. I don't know if you saw that. Where Chuck V tweeted out oh, yeah, about yeah. Sanchez's shoulder soreness and then quickly deleted and changed it to upper body soreness. Hmm. Which I was keen to... Uh, to point out. You I did. Thought. You were like, shoulder, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what did he say? I've got shoulder on the brain or yeah, something? Yeah, shoulder on the brain. That's right. Uh, well, the lat could, can manifest itself in uh, the soreness can be in all kinds of places, I guess. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, so that's... Shoulder being one that's of con- That's concerning because Aaron Sanchez had, his, was pitching decently. Yeah, he was I doing really well. that's fair to say. It's interesting to read with the Cardinals thing that was going on today, right? The... Uh, the Cardinals are being accused mm-hmm. of by the FBI <laughs> of hacking, of like cyber corporate espionage and hacking into the Astros thing. But I'd forgotten the stuff the Deadspin had last year about the that that came off the Astros ground control program, right? About right. Uh, the 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 rumors and the the trade chatter. Yeah. But Anthopolis was like anyone but Aaron Sanchez, and then when he went to he went to to uh, Luno about. <laughs> about Bud Norris, right? And they were like, yeah. "Man, it's gonna need to be Strowman and Ghost." And then they was like, "Anthopolis didn't return the call." <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, uh, just craziness. But uh, there's a lot to like about Marin uh, Sanchez. But uh, he's on the DL for now. Yeah. Well, and John Lott has written a couple things about you know looking at guys who have lat strains and. The length of time it takes for them to return, you know, generally, it's not really what the Blue Jays are spinning this as, which, you know, they're the ones who have access to the information and the doctors mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and they presumably have no reason to not be truthful about why they're, you know, what presumably. the actual prognosis is. Mm-hmm. And yet a lot of times, and I know, I, I don't think this is really all that different than anywhere else. And I don't really care. Like, I think, it, you know, whatever, if they don't want to tell the fans well, the guy's real prognosis is, who mm-hmm. gives a fuck, really? Uh, people get real, real bent out of shape about it. That's, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. Do we trust what they're saying on this? Like, maybe is he going to be out a bit longer? And, and, you know, what does that mean? If that's true, it, 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 you, you can't say that because it means speculating and it means taking what little information we have from the club and saying, well, that's probably bullshit. We have no idea. Uh I don't know. Maybe that's bullshit. And these things, like like John Lott sort of laid out, which was you know not scientific by any means, but just looking at guys who had this injury, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're taking a month off and then not returning to action for six or eight weeks. You know, well, stuff good. Like that, yeah, delightful. Yeah. Uh, no, Sanchez was supposedly a mild strain, is what they're saying. Well, so. that's nice. 
That's nice. We know the Jays don't so mind rushing guys back who have injuries. He's more pregnant. Uh, I think the real <laughs> another injury that we haven't talked about enough, and we saw. I think there was example of the seriousness in the game against the Marlins when Edwin Encarnacion hit that walk off home run, and he ran home to the dog pile, and he was like, "Yo, my shoulder." Yeah, don't touch my shoulder. Yeah, because uh, Edwin Encarnacion has been really kind of ordinary this year. It's been weird. He's got a lot of home runs. He's got you know thirteen home runs, and he's his his uh, his independent uh, slugging like his ISO is is right on his career average. But that's his career average is considerably below what he's been for the last three or four years. And there's always the chance that maybe he's just getting older. But everything about his approach is different. In yeah. that he swings and misses way more. He chases way more. it. All, he, Remember, he was the guy like like you couldn't strike him out. He was the slugger you couldn't strike well, out. Well, two years remarkable. ago, yeah. he was ridiculous, right? He struck out. He struck out less than he walked. He struck out. He walked more than he struck out. And then last year's walks were down, strikeouts were up. It's like okay, getting older. This year, walks are about the same, but strikeouts are way up. Swinging strike rate, you know, just whiff rate is way up. I don't know. It's it's concerning. And they're throwing him. He's just not seeing as many pitches in the strike zone. They're just making him expand the zone, and he is. And not to good effect. Well, part of it, I mean, they've said, and it makes sense, is that you know, when he changed his approach, that really helped him a couple of years back was keeping two hands on the bat. And mm-hmm. with the shoulder injury, he hasn't really been able to do that the same. And they hoped that the cortisone would make it, you know, would help that. But it, I don't know. Just even watching him out there, I don't know if the shoulder is the only thing that's bothering him. Like he just seems like he is. Not in a great spot. And what was it that he'd hurt in the... Wasn't he hurting all spring, his too? His leg or his hip yeah, or something. And so... It's weird. And he, he doesn't take a lot of heat for it. Because you wonder if it's maybe one of those things where everybody... They see Edwin, like, wrapped in ice after every game. And they're like, all right, let's maybe not shit on him all you know all over mm-hmm. the place. Uh, because we know what's going on. But, you know, you get to this point in the season and he has looked this ordinary. There's got to be... There's got to be something there, and I think you're not wrong to suspect that him being not healthy is uh, a big part of it. I hope so. But then it comes back to the original thing, which is if he goes down, then who steps in? Then you're suddenly looking at an outfield, you know, I mean... You could at least get Chris Colabella the fuck out of the outfield. Hey, Eastern Eastern League Player of the Week, Dalton Pompey. Well, there you go. Killing it at double A. He's on his way back. I haven't heard Michael Saunders' name in I don't know how long. Is he all right? What's this, what's Michael Saunders' status I, update? Is there no one? Yeah, I don't think there is one. I think it was his like, knees jacked up. I his knee the ain't good. Update. Yeah, uh, that bone on bone thing ain't working for him. Smoke, you know, smoke. You you let him run around out there for a little while if you want. I, I it's there's a lot of talk about this in, in the NBA right now. The NBA finals going on, like getting guys rest and being able to kind of sit them down and and have them be ready for the long haul of the season, but. Uh, I don't think Edwin Encarnacion is is unproductive enough that it's 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 something that we should over analyze or spend too much time on. Yeah, but that's, I mean, and that seems to be like the Jays seem to err on the side of they're pretty productive. Like with Batista, when he couldn't play in the outfield, they're still running him out there because it's like you know as good as Colabello looks when he gets a call up and is hot and you know the mm-hmm. ball just finds holes all over the place. You know, <laughs> really, you're going to bet on somebody against. 75% of Jose Batista, like, no, he's yeah. really fucking good. And the same goes for Encarnacion. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I don't know. I trust that they, that they understand that like, okay, if it's not going to, if it's not making it worse, or if, mm-hmm. it, if he's at least able to get a bit better while he continues to contribute, mm-hmm. 
that's cool, but you just hate to see them just, you know, run somebody into the ground, get dog shit production out of them, and then have to put them on the shelf anyway, you know, the, yeah. which is kind of what happened with Jose Reyes, and they nipped that in the bud fairly quickly, but it, it took it took maybe a little longer than, than, maybe, yeah. than was... When he's like, I'm just going to hit from the one side of the plate. And that yeah. Like, eh. Yeah, I was all yeah. for that, and until it was like, oh man, he's a real fucking dog shit like this, like this I don't think is getting better. Especially asking him to do it with the broken rib. Uh, so, I don't know. It's hopefully, uh, hopefully he looks starts to look better. But I think there's, I think it's telling that he's not getting the heat because I suspect that people see Edwin walking around <laughs> like just a mummy full of fucking ice caps. <laughs> it just kind of, he kind of get that sense. Just watch, like I know he's never been a, a particularly fast guy, but mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm providing too much cover for him, maybe, but no, he's let, Edwin. I'm, let there be no yeah. doubt that if you don't do. You don't. If you are very good, and don't give anyone a reason to dislike you, they will. Ha- they won't search for reasons to dislike you, right? The like Bautista will never get the same kind of pass. Reyes, Edwin just exists. Edwin just Reyes, goes, hits Reyes, one and goes away. Reyes never shook Jerry's hand that one time, so he doesn't get the pass. Okay, here's one more question. Uh, Devin Travis is getting close to coming back. Yeah. So I'll, we might have a backup middle infielder eventually. But it, is the backup middle infielder Devin Travis, or maybe is it Ryan Gowen? Oh. Funny how we wouldn't have that debate, even though, even though, like you would have, the Jose Reyes or Ryan Goins thing is a thing, but there's no like, oh, well, how where are we going to put Devin Travis when he comes back? Everyone's like, Reyes, hey, second baseman, obviously. Ryan Goins to the bench. Is it? Do you think it's that simple? I don't know that it's necessarily that simple. Well, you got to see what what Travis looks like. I think he probably gets his job back. And maybe yeah, I think he gets his the, job back, but. Doesn't get the same consideration. I mean, he obviously isn't the guy that he was for like the first few weeks of the season. Like that was ridiculous. The Devin Travis Ryan Goins thing to me comes back to position, where Devin Travis is going to get his job back and he's going to get a chance to prove that you know what he did in the first month of the season was for real. But Even if he does like three quarters of that, that's that's fine. He'll get he'll keep getting chances. Getting three that. quarters of that is kind of a lot to ask. But the Devin Travis Ryan Goins thing is different than the Jose Reyes Ryan Goins thing because of position. Because the value of a very good defensive shortstop is greatly outweighs the value yes. of a great defensive second baseman. And Travis is going to get the opportunity to have his job back. It's just the way that baseball works. You don't lose your job, you know, because of injuries. Not the NFL. But if Devin Travis looks more like a guy who never really played above Double A. And the guy who kind of got exposed a little bit as the season was wearing on, uh, maybe there's a Ryan Goins finds himself getting a few more starts, just because it's nice to have someone out there who is a very good defender, even if it is a second base, even if it is providing a little bit of cover for you know a Reyes or something here or there. Uh, having, like you said, having a backup middle infielder would be nice, as the Danny Valencia yeah. second base experiment kind of <laughs> demonstrated. That could have gone better, yeah. But it would be interesting to see. How much rope he gets, Travis? I mean, yeah, I think I mean he kind of really won that position in spring training. You know, not quite by the skin of his teeth, but they they certainly didn't go into spring training with him written down and for sure going to mm-hmm. get that. And it was really only by virtue of the fact that he was really hot in spring and came out of the gate on fire, which was great. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it should have like cemented him in that position for as long as possible. I hope so. I hope he does well enough to keep it because fuck, it's better off than having. 
Ryan Goins out there, but and he was Goins really good. Goins been okay lately, like you know. He well, he's a guy. He's it's, he's always, he's the guy that he always has been. He'll get exposed if he plays every day. But. It's funny to everyone loves to talk about how hot he's been because he had well, he had those two extra base hits in Boston, and then he hit a home run off of a lefty, which was crazy. But it's like Ryan Goins swinging hot bat. He's you know six for fifteen in his last. <laughs> it was just like oh that's great, and yeah. like those are extra base hits, but. Before that, he was 0 for 16. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it all counts, right? They all count. Yeah. But but he made a nice play in this game that's uh, that's ongoing here uh, on Tuesday night. And he is a really good defender, and it's nice to have. So maybe you use him as a caddy? Like, are we are we to that point? Maybe a Jose Reyes defensive caddy at the end of the game? I don't know. The Pirates did that to great effect. I actually really like the way the Pirates did it. They did it the other way. Uh, the last couple, two years ago and three years ago. With they they started the defensive shortstop and then used the offensive shortstop at the end of games when they're close as opposed to just kind of being like right. let's hold down the lead. Nationally, you, know, you're the, you want to be the one to tell Reyes that? Well, not to do it that <laughs> way. Well, but that they are doing it. Well, yeah, not do it that way. But yeah, maybe. But no, I, yeah, that's not. That's probably a tough sell. More more innings for Ryan Goins as defensive replacement. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think that's. That's something that they should and hopefully will do once you know they get back to full health. There, like, why? Why the hell wouldn't you? I don't think, I don't think you could justify it. I don't think Reyes could justify wanting to be out there. And just even in terms of like, just yeah, give give him a blow, as they say. Just you know, give him a couple couple extra innings off here and there. You know that that adds up. You know, for a guy who's Jose Reyes with his history. But that comes back to the manager's job is more difficult than just being than just being like he's better and he goes right exactly because that's gonna that's gonna reverberate because Reyes is you know it's he's Jose Reyes he's an all-star he's a he's a veteran he's highly paid it's not something that's gonna go down so well probably Unless, no and you know if they sit him down and talk to him and he's gonna say all the right things because I don't have any, I don't think anyone would ever suggest that Jose Reyes is anything otherwise other than a guy who thinks he can play every day because he can play every day yeah but Goins is a nice luxury to have. And uh, the other, one more injury thing to talk about. Uh, there's no way, no way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no way he doesn't pitch this year. Oh, I thought you were going the other way with that. Of course he's pitching this year. Of course he's pitching this way. Yeah, he's totally There's no way he's not. Yeah. Jumping rope. <laughs> Got like 2015 is the goal. Oh, there's, yeah, he's pitching this year. He's pitching this year. Yeah. He's That's pitching. why Roberto Osuna just grind him to dust in the first half. Got some white horses are going to come in in the second half. Future closer Marcus Stroman, maybe, or like or like wild card play in game starter. <laughs> well, that's you know that works too. That's why I mean this is what I'm saying with the you know talking about the bullpen earlier. You know you got him. You got Matt Boyd's looking pretty good. Oh come on! You got uh, you got your Hoffman working his way back. Jesus Christ! I don't know, but if you think about those guys as relief help pieces in the second half, you don't. Maybe no, you no, don't. But think if about... you but if you do. But if you do, you're crazy. Are you? Yes. I don't you know. know the, the, I don't know that you're crazy. The relief I, because help- because then that allows you to use your resources to uh, to go for a starter, and to not have to worry about you know paying Tyler Kopar, paying Jonathan Papelbon. Fuck those guys. You got guys who can you're pitch some not. Games. You're crazy. The, mm-hmm. It's the he's bo- gonna pitch the Bosch. He's, he's gonna, gonna pitch. pitch. He's gonna pitch. But <laughs> the, the other guys aren't gonna pitch. Hoffman, maybe not. The the bullpen guys are the Tempura and the Schultz and like it's like hey guy on the street you throw ninety six come on in here's a jersey it's number seventy seven and a half but I don't care get out there and, and throw doesn't matter he's gonna pitch we're almost out of time uh, I did want to talk about one thing I was driving here today um, and I swear to God I thought I ran I drove through like a 
like a 5K or something. There were people <laughs> running in the streets, jogging everywhere at like King of Bathurst, Queen of Bathurst, all the way up Bathurst, along the, the lake, joggers as far as the eye can see. Yeah. You know what I say to those people? I say, fuck you. I say, you're trash. If you are listening to this right now and you're jogging, I hope you fall and break your ankle. <laughs> well, they've run out of room for condos on the fucking waterfront, so now they're moving up here where the real people live. It's bullshit. I couldn't believe. What are all those people doing? Don't yeah. they drink? Yeah. It's weird. Yuppies. Yuckies. That's the new thing. Yuckies. Young urban creatives. Yeah, they're okay. No, no, they're bad. Nah, they're fine. They're they don't jog. They ain't jogging. Who? No, don't they are yuckies? Are yuckies jogging? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck that. Because they're like the young urban achievers. Oh, yeah. That's they're like the, I don't, they're, they're, they're the post-hipsters. It was a big thing that I read. I don't, I, might have, might, I don't remember where I was, but it was horrifying. It was horrifying. They're younger than hipster. Like the, the what was originally a hipster. Right. They're like, I don't have tattoos. I don't have a beard. I want to make a million dollars. It's like, oh, you're scum. Yeah. You're scum. That's scum, yeah. Yeah. You know, I eat egg white almonds every morning. It's like, no, you don't. You eat whiskey for breakfast. <laughs> anyway, don't jog. <laughs> Suddenly our Patreon <laughs> campaign goes in the tank here. Well, uh, God bless those people. At least they're willing to pay for things. They're, That's right. They're lovely people. They are lovely people. And so we're all the people jogging. At least they're not, you know, dying, getting fat like me. But yeah, I do have to go just, just living off the state there eventually. Just making us all pay for your future health care. Me? Whoever's not jogging. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, hey, I'm wearing jogging pants. There so you go. screw everybody else. Screw. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say was I spoke about on this podcast. This is just turning into me like self-aggrandizing here. Uh, I that that I spoken about my inability to get respect from your neighbors as I parallel park on the runway street. You did here. mention that once? Yep. So if, well, I found a, a solution to that, which is to go to them and seek it out. <laughs> I, there was a. Are you like, bothering like old Portuguese men now? No, there was a there was a, a woman and her uh, who I assume to be her son, maybe her grandson. They were he was standing in front of the spot that was open right mm-hmm. right across the street. So I pulled up and I needed to parallel park. Now, mind you, there was a car parked on the wrong side of the street as well. So this was like a pretty technical maneuver. And I heard her say, you know, move out of the way to to her uh, to this young boy, trying to get him out of the way so that I, I could park. And I, it was a it was a very strong strong effort uh, <laughs> yeah. of the parallel parking on the left-hand side of the street and again not like they said anything i got out and i i, I looked at them and i was like eh, pretty good no <laughs> i said does that look okay and they were like yeah yeah it's good she was she was kind of apologizing like she was in the way i was like no no i'm like it's pretty good wasn't it <laughs> and then i'm like what do i do then i walk away and i hear the woman say to the kid like no he's talking about parking the car <laughs> it's like yeah that's right yeah that's that's me that's all me. well done you know what? A man about town. Everybody's got a skill. Everybody's got a skill. But that's it. Thank you again uh, for listening, participating in the Patreon campaign for that. We are eternally grateful. iTunes, rate review, andrewstoughton.com, ghostrunnerfirst.com, andrewnationalpost.com, uh, of course. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, things there, too. Fridays? Fridays at the Post, yeah. It's like Wednesdays at Vice, I'm, gonna, I'm doing things now. Check it all out. Yeah. And it's all it's all on andrewstoughton.com. It all shows up there. Oh, that's true. Of course, go there first. Go on your oh. phone. Click one of those big old ads. No, no. Go to the go go to the people who pay me. I'm fair, I'm fine with that. Go either so, way. Sometimes, Just saying you'll never miss it. It'll it'll always be on my site. Sometimes you go on your desktop and it's like you're on your phone. It's... Mm, yeah. <laughs> We're trying to work out the case. Uh Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. 
Birds all day.